right, shall I wait for you to stop shoveling your tots, Justin? <laughs> I did. I wolfed down my chili dog, so I'm good now. Uh, mm. I can tell. I wouldn't want to touch your keyboard right now. but. <laughs> hey, I licked my fingers clean. Thank you. I stand by what I said. <laughs> um, that was some impressive right. mouth work, though. I'll tell you that much. Hey. She's known for anything. Yeah, what that what that mouth do? <laughs> what that mouth do? He's he's a glizzy gladiator. Look, we got the title for the show already. Glizzy what gladiator. <laughs> glizzy gladiator, or what that mouth do? Either one. I mean, they're both potential. Uh, all right. Lift off and the clock has started. episode 243 recovering recovering yes recording may 16 2023 my name is zach anderson and this week we try to stave off the flood of tears of the kingdom a made-up game gets a delay and dates for the only good disney plus show more but to do all of this i have with me as always shannon water balloon master more that's right i have uh you know, uh, I let your son peg me playfully with balloons before I, you know, he took one shot across my forehead mm-hmm. and boy had to learn where his and, place was in the water. And he, and he did learn. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah, he got drilled pretty good. And I, I felt bad because like I, I didn't want to put too much heat on it. Right. Like I didn't mm-hmm. want to come at him guns hot. But at the same time, like I at needed to time, get it across the pool. You, you didn't not want to either. I mean, so. look, like I like I had to get I had to get a little bit of gusto on it, and then I had to make sure I wasn't going to hit him like someplace that was going to hurt, right? And then mm-hmm. I forgot to adjust my trajectory for the lack of strength that I was using. So, like, yeah, I hit your son in the crotch. I'm sorry, like just water mm-hmm. balloon in the crotch from across the pool. I mean, he and did. What? He he he. <laughs> So my son did then uh, enlist me to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Justin, oh, let me introduce also <laughs> Justin, what that mouth do. <laughs> um, it, it, yeah, my son enlisted me to get revenge. And boy, howdy, did I? Because... Mm-hmm. I got Shannon right in the dome from maybe like eight feet away, mm-hmm. and uh, that that balloon burst real good. There was, was no remorse. It made a real loud smack. It did like, and that's the thing too is like, it like happened after, as all good surprise attacks do. Like after I was comfortable in the pool, and like you were like over on the side, like out of the pool. So like, mm-hmm. not only did you have the high ground. But, like, you know, you also had, like, the element of surprise going for you. And, man, yeah, I did not see that coming. I mean, didn't work well for Anakin, didn't work well for you. That's all I'm nope. saying. Zach nope. popped one of the balloons in the freezer for, like, 20, 30 minutes <laughs> and then softball pitched it at Shannon. <laughs> and we're handing oh, yes. out concussions today, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the snowball fight where you put the ice in the middle of the snowball. <laughs> yep. Yeah, or uh, that so j- or that paintball fight where you put the paintball in the freezer first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I well, uh, uh, we'll continue on it. Justin, <laughs> the Glizzy Gladiator, how are you today? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I um, have not been getting since Zelda has come out. My sleep schedule has been incredibly fucked. Uh, <laughs> it, so it came out Thursday night at nine. Uh-huh. I was in the middle of a movie, and as soon as nine came on, that movie went off. And Zelda went on. And I stayed up until about 1 a.m. And then was very tired at work on Friday. And then Friday, I stayed up until 2 a.m. 
playing it. And then Saturday, I was up until midnight. Like, every night, I've stayed up until about 1 a.m. playing it. And last night, my body at about midnight was like, dude, we can't we can't do this this many days in a <laughs> row, man. Like, usually, I'm in bed at 9.30. And, man, dude, it's just been wrecking me. And so... I have to I have to throttle it back or I'm going to I'm going to burn myself out. I was going to say you, you look like I feel. <laughs> so, so you're saying you've got some real tears of the kingdom. Yeah, there's been yeah, there's been some tears of the kingdom. Yeah, sitting in my little Sherpa chair too long playing <laughs> in the dark. The dogs are like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like go to bed." How many hours are you in to a game that came out Thursday? Dude, I I have to be I would say at least t- probably more than 20 at this point. I can't imagine it being less than 20. Uh, eh, but that's not bad. but of course, yeah, time. because the Switch, like, it takes a couple days before it actually tells you your time. It just says I played it four days ago or whatever for the first time right now, so I don't know an actual time yet. But I've pretty much been playing it consistently every day from about 5 until about midnight. Jesus. So that is uh, that is healthy, yeah, uh, or completely unhealthy, <laughs> unhealthy, depending depending on your point of view. Dude, but um, it, I was just gonna say it's funny though because uh, Megan's been playing it too, which I didn't think mm-hmm. she would, and so she's been playing it on my Switch, and it's like I've been helping her, so that's taken away some of the time is me helping her play, and then when she hops off, I hop into my save file and start doing whatever. All right. Um, so you didn't, you didn't buy two copies. Well, she never played Breath of the Wild, so I didn't think she was going to want to play it at all, but I think just because of how much I was talking about it, it interested her, and she's like, yeah, I'll give it a go, and she actually likes it, and so had I known that, you know, it was going to be something she'd been interested in, because she has a Switch, I would have bought it for her, or at least got, like, physical or something, so then, you know, she can just pop it in her Switch and do whatever, but it was an unknown unknown on both parts that she was yes. actually going to want to play it. Now, do you feel like that's that purchase is coming though? No, only because it's one of those things where she would not want to restart like from the beginning. Gotcha. Like she's invested where she's at and so I think if she had to restart again, I think she would just completely drop off. Gotcha. So, uh circling back to what we were talking about before um do you who still engages in paintball at this point shannon when's the last time you were paintballing Ooh, um probably almost 20 years ago now yeah it's about 15 for me justin dude it's so funny because the last time i played paintball was maybe like eight years ago uh but i have only played paintball maybe two or three times in my entire life and i've hated it every single time and i got to the point where i was just sick of getting covered in bruises like because even when those things splat it hurts still like two days later you look like you've got you know leprosy or something just splotches all over your skin it's like i don't Man, I don't really want like, that. That's not fun. My problem was because I wear glasses, like the goggles they give you, like do not fit well over my glasses. So it's like uh, either A, my glasses are just crammed up against my face as tight as possible, or I attempt to play without my glasses, which is a terrible idea because I'm blind. So last time when I tried to play, I literally tried without my glasses and I could not see. So I was just a sitting duck. <laughs> getting shot and I couldn't tell where it was coming from, which was terrifying. Need to get those OSHA approved glasses, right, Shannon? Fit mm-hmm. over your glasses. That's, uh, that's yeah. what you need. No, you just need to get like the the safety glasses with your prescription built into them. Yeah, there you go. Well see if I religiously played paintball, I probably would do that. But for the one afternoon where someone begged me to go with them to play paintball, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yes, uh, the the pool party at Shannon's was great success. Mm-hmm. Fantastic time. Much needed pressure release for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, all the kids went freaking nuts 
and Shannon did a great job of not losing his mind while the kids went freaking nuts. <laughs> I know whole, it, it was a good time I'm, the whole time I was there. I'm like, God, I'm just so happy. This isn't my house. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't be relaxed if this was my house. The, the water balloon fight did take its toll on the pool. We almost lost the, uh, we almost lost the pump for the pool, but, um, mm. um, we did, uh, Luckily, there's like five filters on there, so like it like basically took all five filters to get all the water balloons out of the pool. But we we got it, we saved it. So nice, um, nice. pool party number two is in the works, yeah. and um, we're looking to you know we're looking for a July for maybe a Fourth of July party, maybe you know maybe right. maybe end of June. No, no, we don't know yet. But yeah, it was good. It was, it was it probably took me 43 years being on this planet to finally have like a really good feeling like pool party. Yeah, it's the first one I've been to where pretty much everyone had a good time. Like, usually it's like just the kids have fun and the parents hate it. Or it was the era before kids and everyone's just horribly drunk. <laughs> and and you look at it the next day amazed, no one drowned. You know, it's, it's one of those type of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. So, yeah, no, good times, how about all? Mm-hmm, it was fun. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. Um, and then a little note, personal note, just cause it's my team and I want to talk about it. My son's, <laughs> my son's little league team won their second game in a row against the number one team in the league. Dang. And we're, and we're playing them again in the playoffs this weekend because we're the last place team. Um, and, uh, they won on like the two most amazing plays. I mean, <laughs> so first off, the, the other team has this kid who's just, he's like young Cecil Fielder. Like he's a big boy, home run, legit home run power, and he's nine. He's like, like already getting scouted. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me at all. Like I told his dad, I'm like, that swing is going to pay for his college, man. Like he's, he's insane. But, uh, so the inning started, one runner on base, he comes up. We're up by three runs, right? Last inning. And he gets on base, but only with a single. And right there, I'm like, okay, I think we're going to win. Like, we had one out at that point, and that kid only hit a single. And I'm like, all right, biggest threat off the board right now. that was the ringer. (laughs) Yeah. The next kid hits this lazy pop fly right behind shortstop. My left fielder is sprinting forward, and I'm like, and he's not the best glove. And I'm like, there's no way this is going to happen. This is going to drop. One run's going to score. Here we go. He goes into a slide, and right there, I'm just like, Jesus. You know, what is? what are we doing? <laughs> Both knees slide. Totally misses misjudges it like he's sliding under the ball as it's flying over his head <laughs> and he just like lays down throws his glove back and catches it dude that's <laughs> like a hallmark ass movie moment right there and it was one of those like i mean even the other like our own coaches were looking at each other like what the fuck just like it was amazing right <laughs> and then the next play Almost the exact same ball gets hit, except it's a little shorter. And my shortstop, who's an amazing glove, which is why he's playing shortstop, just dives to his right, jumps as high as he can, and catches it, and that's it. We win the game. Like, these kids threw their gloves in the air and cheered. Like, you would have thought they just won the World Series. (laughs) You know, like, the way they were celebrating. It was awesome. Like, it was, like, it was just so cool, you know? But, uh, yeah, so heading to the playoffs this weekend. We'll see how we do. But, uh, yeah, good moment, good yeah. moment. And every, then every, we got every, home, changed, and went to Shannon's. So, <laughs> I'm like, everyone earned their orange slices that day. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, they had Otter Pops, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, yeah, that's the it was a hot day, and, and the parents brought Otter Pops. Let me tell you. It was a good Dude, one. Speaking of Otter Pops, uh, we went over to Megan's friend Molly's uh on saturday and she sent us home with some of those like alcoholic otter pops that you can get from Mm -hmm. sam's club i've never had them but she sent us home with one of each flavor and last night megan opened the blue one 
And it was actually really good. And it was wine. It was like some like blueberry whatever, but it was like 6% oh, alcohol. And after Jesus. I finished it, I was like, I can feel it a little bit because I'm super lightweight since I don't really drink. But it was actually pretty good. Whatever, bro. I just I saw you down like half a glass or half a can of Four loco in one shot. Like <laughs> You're giving me props here. Look, I don't do that all the time. That was just for Shannon. That was to prove a point to Shannon because Shannon yeah. was dogging me. Shannon was drunkenly calling you out. So. Yeah, hey, drunk Shannon is a jerk, and I hate him. Yeah. But, like, sober Shannon, like, just feels embarrassed for drunk Shannon yeah. all the time. Shannon had a belly of 1812 and was just going ham on me. <laughs> well, back in my drinking days, I, I, I hated drunk Zach, but I also loved him when he would leave, like, a burrito in my fridge. <laughs> I'd wake up in the morning, and I'd be like, oh, thank you, drunk Zach. You're awesome. Um, but yes, uh, let's talk about other things that no longer exist. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. I'm convinced this game isn't real. <laughs> I just. It's getting delayed until next year because they're growing. The game keeps growing and they want to make it right. Is this the. Let's do a quick count. Sixth year? Since they've announced Silk, Silk Song, is that right, Justin? That sounds about right, and it's funny because, like, so many people, I kept saying because Xbox kept advertising that it was coming soon in this year, and there was multiple mm-hmm. times on Twitter where people are like, "Dude, is this actually coming out this year?" And like, "That's what we said. That's what we said." And then for <laughs> it to turn around, they sat there and like pushed it as, "Oh no, it's coming out this year," and then now it's getting pushed back again, which. Doesn't really come as a surprise to many people. Yeah. Um, well, because it's not real. <laughs> this game doesn't exist. It's it's like an NFT scam at this point or something. Like, They're just gonna, I mean, you know, take their money and right get all the pre order money and dip. Have they have they shown anything? N- no, there was just That's... like a title. No, there was like a a small like trailer or whatever like way back like when it was first announced it was just like a quick 30 second like kind of combat whatever a bunch of quick screens of stuff but there yeah, hasn't been anything some, since like, hollow, there probably was some hollow knight dlc that they scratched and they're like oh just save the footage from that and we'll just fool them and say it's silk song yeah they just replaced the character sprite and they're like yeah we'll just take a couple quick shots in game real quick <laughs> oh man i I just, I refuse to believe that's a game until I actually see it. Like, it's it's one of those at this point. Like, what's that, what's that space game that launched on Kickstarter that has never come out, but they keep, like, updating it? Or, like, people can, you can buy your own ship in it or something. It's like, I forget what it's called. Dude, it's like I Star, have no Star idea. Citizen? Star okay, Citizen? Okay, that sounds that familiar. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, I think it's just a scam. I think that's all it is at this point. Yeah, totally. It's just one day that all the pre-order money is going to disappear into a Swiss bank account and these people are going to be gone. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. that's. I guess that's a bummer, but if you've been really hoping Silk Songs come out, you've, you stopped being disappointed, what, three, <laughs> four years ago now? Yeah. You're like, ah, just whatever. It's numb to it at this point. Right. Um, but I'll tell you what is coming out. Loki, season two, October 6th. And they've got pretty much the whole cast back for more time-shifting, hopping shenanigans. Uh, six episodes. Six. That's kind of surprising. That's what the first season had, right? Yeah, but you'd almost think for the second season they'd do eight or something like make, you know bigger budget like it's one of the most anticipated marvel shows at this point so especially when daredevil supposed supposedly has like 15 or something like that is what they originally announced it as and you're telling me the best or literally the only good disney plus show is still limited to six like it's like they've learned zero lessons I, I just still think they're trying to keep it 
small, right? Like they're trying to tone back on that, and I, I, I don't know if there's enough information to go for more than six episodes. You know, maybe they're trying to tie this in into whatever their next phase is going to be, or whatever their next storyline is going to be. Um, so I don't know. It maybe tie-ins. When you say keep it small, I hear keep it cheap. That's... Well, I don't. I, I I don't know how cheap it can be when you have you know big name actors. You know who knows what their contracts are. I get it, but like at the same time, like they gotta be making some pretty big money. That's where that's where they're they're spending their money, right? On getting the high quality actors to do the show. Yeah, but I mean, Bob Iger's been out there since he took the reins back, essentially saying streaming their streaming service is bullshit, and he needs to cut funding for a lot of this and he really wants to limit Marvel's offerings because and I think rightly so he said that they've flooded the channel there's too much no one cares and and I think he's correct but man put the put the effort into the stuff that's good like Loki's great it's I mean there's nothing there's no show they've released that's even in its class. You didn't even and think Moon Knight was close? Moon Knight, I really enjoyed when it was out. Watch it now. Moon Knight kinda sucks. It does. It kinda sucks. Like I think the Moon Knight thing is we were just starving for anything good from from Marvel. And and it's not bad, but it's nowhere near what Loki is. Loki was great. And, man, like, you know, I, I would say the two best ones they've released at this point, weirdly enough, are Loki and Hawkeye. Like, really? Hawkeye was really good. Yeah, I, I would put WandaVision up there. That's just me, though. I really liked WandaVision, even though I get it, the ending, you know, could have been better, but I still like the mystery of the week aspect mm. of it. I really enjoyed like going back and rewatching it. I would probably have because now, you know, with the mystery being gone and like the hype around that was kind of the fun part was everyone online trying to dissect yeah. what the fuck's happening. And that kind of added to the looking forward to it each week, like watching it beginning to end, like all in a row probably wouldn't be the same as watching it as its first airing. Well, and, you know, you, you make a good point because, yeah, I mean, remember all the conversations we had of like, oh, is Reed Richards showing up? Is is this person that person? Is like, what does this mean? And like, you know, the Mephisto conversation <laughs> that happened over, over again. And, but all that was like, fun for the show it like kept kept me involved it kept me tuning in and then they had the last episode problem of like oh this is turning into cgi barf and now there's a agatha harkness fight for some reason and okay and then miss marvel had the same problem falcon and winter soldier had the same problem well that also their script writing but you know, a lot of the shows ha ran up into that. Oh crap! We got a the show's ending. Let's let's wrap all our threads up now. And here's a big CGI battle. And then, I mean, it happened so much. She Hulk actually made fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, and that's why it's like I don't understand why they're continuing to do just like the six episodes because that, like you said, Miss Marvel had that exact same problem. Where mm -hmm. episode three, they're like, oh, dude, we haven't even introduced the villain yet. And they're like, uh, these people are villains. And then the next episode, they're like, yeah. all right, now they're dead. And like, <laughs> oh, shit, this rift's going to open. Oh, now it's closed. Uh, last episode, hey, take someone who has powers similar to the main hero, and they're going to fight. <laughs> it's just like, god damn it. Every time. So, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's something that is good. Like, the first season of Loki was great, so hopefully this one also was great. But, yeah, the six episodes is just bumming me out. Uh, the other one they said <clears throat> they gave a date to was Echo, which is November 29th, which is essentially two weeks after Loki ends. And, I mean, sure, fine. 
The only thing that it is pulling me towards that one is Vincent D'Onofrio and Charlie Cox are going to be in it as Kingpin and Daredevil. So, so that's rad. But I'm just surprised that this one lived through like the you know the Agatha Harkness show got pushed and like whatever yeah. and like Blade got to like all this stuff happened where Marvel just ceased for like whatever like all right we're moving this out we're cutting this we're turning this from a show to a movie and da, da, da. I'm mm-hmm. surprised this was the hill that they're like no no we're still doing this. And not just, oh, we can incorporate this in the Daredevil or something instead of giving it its own show. Honestly, I think it's the Daredevil-ness of it that kept it alive. Because, I mean, think about it. If you're Disney and you want Disney a show on Disney Plus to do... (laughs) It's doing numbers. Um, You're going to build off of Daredevil because it's already proven that it can be that show. Right? Yeah. I mean, granted, it was for Netflix, but people obviously bought in. So let's build out that universe a little bit, which is why you got Kingpin in it. You know, you're going to have some Daredevil in it. It's going to... I think it'll probably be more of an onboarding for Daredevil than it will be about Echo. Yeah. Would be my guess. And I'm assuming what they have already has to have been good, because if it wasn't good they would have just fucking scrapped it or whatever. So they obviously wanted to keep what they already had going for it. And the Blade thing, you guys think they might have just killed that whole Midnight Suns thing? Dude, it just sounds like production's been a shit show. Like, they've lost their director, producer, whoever, like three times at this point while trying to fucking film this thing. But it's also one of those things where I'm like, they had so many... You know, it's so many irons in the fire that it sounds like they just came in and were like, yeah, we're going to pull some of these out. We don't, you know, and, you know, Blade was introduced with the Black Knight at the end of the Eternals, which, I mean, we we joke about it often, but it sounds like they just were like, yeah, no, we're, we're done with that. We're going to, we're going to move off of that entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Nobody talks about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, Including them. That's the most telling part is, you know, I mean, we talked about it a little while ago, like how many movies have come out since then. And there's not a single mention of what happened in that movie. Not even a glimpse. And so, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It. I'm hoping they're good. We'll find out shortly. Um, Shannon. Mm-hmm. I, I hear there's something at the trailer park we need to we need to discover. It's been a long week. I had last week off and some other numb nuts filled in and did not do a good job selling the trailer trash. I'm here this week to bring some quality H2O to this movie that we're going to talk about. Quality. Top tier trailer trash coming at you, boy. So, yes, a trailer <laughs> for the movie of the year dropped. And uh, that trailer, <laughs> gentlemen, is The Meg 2. Mm-hmm. And holy crap, does it look like the dumbest thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And, I, and I'm on board. Like, it's already got my money. Like, yes. It's so stupid. Hey, you like the Meg? Let's give you a huge one and like three little ones. Let's go. Like, yes. Yes. Oh, giant squids? Sure. Let's throw those in there too. Like, I mean, come on, man. It's like every Peter Benchley book ever written just thrown into one movie. It's awesome. Pretty much. And you know, I get it. I get that there's three sharks but like there is no consistency in that shark size right like i mean one minute he's kicking a shark in the face the next minute there's a shark that's like eating like an entire research base there's one that like comes through and like demolishes a chick who's taking a selfie in front of a a cage or in front of a in front of a window like bro like 
it looks ridiculous. And then you throw the Kraken into it. Like, everybody's thinking it's a Kraken. Like, it's not like a just, like, a regular squid, you know? Like, coming out from, like, the, the depths. Like, this thing looks amazing. But I'll tell you what, like, the, the I think they learned their lesson from the first one. Because, like, in the first Meg movie, like, I don't think the shark really actually killed anybody. I think, you know, they just kind of came close to it. But I don't think anybody really biffed it. Seems like in this one they're kind of changing their their course correcting uh the Meg's lethality and like they're uh like just everybody at the beach party is gonna get messed up. Well, in the first one some people died and stuff, like they sent that research team or whatever to go investigate and like the one dude sacrificed them well, I guess the Meg didn't kill him, he sacrificed himself to buy them time to get back to the mm-hmm underwater base mm-hmm. the sea lab if you will uh, i've seen the meg probably 50 times like megan <laughs> megan loves that fucking movie like there's been times where i've seen the meg multiple times in a week do, do you do you refer to her as the meg dude if i did i would catch one right to the fucking jaw <laughs> like but she loves that movie so like that is going to be a day one like that weekend it comes out we're going she didn't even want to watch the trailer i showed her the trailer came out and she was so excited i'm like dude did you watch it and she's like i want to go in blind like that's how <laughs> intense she is i'm like dude it's the meg and she's like no 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 spoilers for the meg i'm gonna see it first time on the big screen. Uh, you have a bold prediction for the Meg. Is there something that you expect to happen that is so over the top in that movie? Dude, prob- well, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying like Jason Statham, like riding on the back of a shark or something. Like <laughs> He's like using well, the Meg to go- attack other Megs or something. I was going to say, you see him come over at the end. You see him come over on like a sea do like over the top of a wave with a harpoon, like, just ready to fuck up that megalodon. <laughs> Which, by the way, by the by, the fuck is a harpoon gonna do? Like, you know what I mean? It's like this thing's eighty feet long. You're holding like a six foot stick. Like, yeah, it might hurt, but what are you gonna do with it? Like, come on, dude. Unless it's one of those ones they actually use for what? What? By the way, you know, spoil, like trigger warning. Uh, whale hunting they actually have explosives at the end of them because it's one of those things where like, yeah, harpoons don't do shit for something that's like 80 feet long unless you have, you know, a hundred dudes with them and they takes eight hours. Like is how they used to do it in the 1800s, you know, but yeah, no, it's, it's total bullshit and I can't wait for it because apparently it's Meg to the trench which has a ton of prehistoric, like, there's, like, dinosaurs and shit yeah. coming out of the and eating people. It's like, yeah, all right, let's go. Dude, they... Well, I, I, like how, I like how it was, like, the minute that video came out, like, not even five minutes after that movie came out, there was, like, some marine biologist who was like, let me break down this movie, because, like, it is just complete horseshit. Like, uh, you know, dinosaurs, yeah, T-Rex was around 65 million years ago. They had already died off by the time the Megalodon came around. Megalodon was 25 million years ago. So it was like a 40 million year like difference between like the two species. So like, let's knock this off. And I was like, okay, lady, like just chill. Like, yes, just... C- calm down, Poindexter. I'm here for the fun. All right. Like, <laughs> if I wanted a breakdown of the late Cretaceous era, I'd go talk to my son. Like, come on. Yeah, they were like. Oh, go ahead. oh, I was just saying, they were like, dude, we don't know if we're going to be getting a Meg 3 in 10 more years, so we're just going to throw the kitchen sink at this one. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to drive a sea dew into the Megalodon's mouth with, like, strapped with dynamite, and it's going to have, like, this three-tier explosion, like, <laughs> like in the time, like, I don't know, like, in a boat, and it's just going to go, badoof, 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 and, like, chunks are going to rain down from everybody, on everybody. I'm, I'm hoping Justin's kind of right, where... Jason Statham kind of mind controls one of the Megalodons and, like, uses it to hunt the other Megalodons or something. Like, they'll come up with some bullshit, like, oh, in the lab we created this, like, shark-controlling device or something, and, yeah, it, it's gonna be like that. The dual shock 4 <laughs> that he just plugs into the back yeah. of the shark and is riding around on it. It's like an Atari joystick yeah. or something. It becomes Maneater in real life. I'm down. 
from down. Let's go. But uh, yeah, any any other trailers, gentlemen? I don't think I saw anything this week that I needed to uh, discuss. Yeah, that was the only one I saw. Um, we'll talk, should we talk a little what we've been playing then? Oh, for sure. Well, uh, I finished Dredge. Nice, game, good job. The, the ending of that game is worth it. It's worth getting to the ending. Powered through spoil, it. Yeah, I will not spoil it here, but power through the volcano area. It sucks. You're right. You're right to feel that way. It's bad. <laughs> but once you get through that, the end game is is, is story wise, it's really good. So it it it's worth it. It's worth it to stick it out. Um, we uh, are still playing NHL 23 in this house. That Wait. game is still. That game's it's just impressive, man. Like it just graphically is so good. They've they've really nailed the flow and feel of it. Um, I'm still just getting my ass kicked on the regular because <laughs> my son is way better at that game than me. Um, and then he uh, since since we're doing well at baseball now uh, in real life, he wanted to try the MLB 23 that came out, and also pretty good. It's it's a really good baseball sim game. Like you, as long as you know we're playing it in the uh, the first two difficulties, you know where we cranked it up to the uh, major league level at one point, and holy crap, that game got hard, <laughs> real hard. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a great it, and it has the same thing that NHL does, where people walk into a room and think it's a real game like a real life baseball game being played because it looks that good i mean it is it's wild when you consider like you know i don't know about you guys but i grew up playing like rbi baseball Mm -hmm. stuff like that and it looks like fucking cartoon you know drawings from a four-year-old now compared to what the graphics are these days and and i just haven't played an mlb game in a lot of years so just the difference from the last time I played to this, I mean, I probably played 19 or 20 or something like that. I messed around with it. And yeah, just the graphical difference from those games to this game is crazy. So yeah, that's it. I mean, it's what I've been, what I've been messing with. Uh, I picked up and I, I mean to start it, but this week, uh, it, Monday had hands and, and so did Tuesday. Uh, but the case of the Golden Idol. Ooh. Have either one of you played this or, or been into it at all? I've heard of it, and I know it's something that would 100% be up your alley, so I'm excited yeah. to hear what you think about it. I, I keep hearing comparisons to uh, Oberdin, mm-hmm. and so that's that's what's gotten me uh, very interested in it. And then they had a sale on Steam, so it was like 17 bucks or something like that, because apparently they just released new DLC for it. Uh, so the main game was on sale, and uh, I'm very excited to start that one. So I'm kind of decided I'm going to do the Shannon thing of if I buy a game, I'm going to try to beat the game, which is what kept me powering through on Dredge, uh, which I was happy about. And uh, yeah, you know, I was also going to play that server slam, the Diablo 4 server slam. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like a 80 gig download. And while that was downloading... Yeah, you know, Power Wash released this new <laughs> DLC, and so I've just started just started washing stuff. And actually, I knew it was like one thirty in the morning. I still hadn't <laughs> downloaded the eighty gigs, and I was like, you know what? Nah. And then by the time I was able to circle back, the slam was over, and I was bummed. I missed it by like three hours. But mm. oh well, here we are. Uh, so that's me, Shannon. How is uh? Forging weapons to kill zombies these days. It is great. Uh, it is pretty funny because I did make that realization while I was killing zombies with golf clubs with nails like drilled into the top of it. Um, you know, because uh, Justin and everybody were talking about cooking in uh, Zelda, and I was like, oh my gosh, this sounds like the boringest thing. I hate cooking. I hate doing all of that workbench bullshit. Right as I was sitting there, fucking making a golf club with nails in it for my, just so I could smash zombies in the face. I was like, I'm doing the same thing. It's just in a different game. So, uh, you know, it made me pull the reins back a little bit on the, um, on the, the, the Zelda, you know, not hatred, but like more like 
playful goading. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's still good. It's there's a lot more jank um, on the Steam Deck, which is unfortunate. Um, you know, I was kind of hoping that because the original Dead Island played pretty well on in, in its Steam Deck Verified, that the new one would kind of fall in the same vein. Um, but it's hard. Uh, like, you can't really just, like, put the system to sleep while you're playing the game and then, like, go back and pick it back up. Like, all of the uh, triggered events basically don't work. Um, so you basically have to quit the game every time uh, you put the, the system to sleep. Which is unfortunate, um, because if you got to load it back up, you can't just like jump right back into it. It's not as seamless as I would like it to be. Um, yeah, that that seems bad. Yeah, um, but you know, I mean, that, that's kind of what I've come to expect. You know, not having the game be in the Steam library, right? Not right now. Sure. It's like you can yeah. only get it through Epic. So there's going to be some jank there. Um, I, so... I've forgotten that. Yeah, you're running it through the Epic Store. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Then yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's okay. It gets a little repetitive. I'm waiting to get to the part where, like, I actually start getting guns. Um, you know, maybe I'm overlooking the guns when I'm playing. But it's, you know, I'm starting to get to, like, where there's crushers and, like, bigger, like, zombies that, like, aren't just easily decimated with wrenches and, and smaller, you know, clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm spending a little bit more time looking at my surroundings instead of just, like, running through it and, like meleeing everything, uh, so it's slowing down my process a little bit. But I think I'm, I think there's like 24 main missions, and I think I'm like halfway through. I think I'm like 12, 12 missions completed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna do the uh, the side quests. Um, they're interesting, but they just kind of seem boring. Um, there was a sale also this weekend on Steam for Asc- The Ascent, um, which is a Games with Gold game that came out, like, you know, a couple months ago, maybe a half a year ago at this point now. Um, but it's kind of like one of those Diablo-esque games, um, and it similar to what you were talking about, about, uh, about that game that you were, you just purchased, um, it was on sale for, like, $11, mm-hmm. um, with the DLC, uh, cause they just came out with, like, a, a DLC for it, it was like a like a tech heist kind of thing. So I bought the package. Um, so I think I'm going to, you know, when I want a good palate cleanser or something that plays a little bit better on the Steam Deck, I think I'm just going to start playing that. There you go. All right. Something that Justin. actually runs well because it's a Steam game. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing is it's it's good, right? I mean, it's it's a, like a Diablo clone. Um, I would say mm-hmm. I had more fun with Torchlight 2. Um, yeah. than, than the Ascent. Um, the Ascent is cool. Um, I think they try to add some extra mechanics, but there are a lot of places that just seem like super busy for the sake of being trying to be detailed or show you like what this game can do on a Steam Deck. I did. Um, I, d- I remember playing it when it first came out on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it it just didn't run well then. So I'd be, I'd be interested in revisiting it because I bet they've patched it a lot. If they're mm-hmm. really still releasing content for it, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that I I saw the vision, and and I was like, oh, I'm down for like futuristic Diablo. This that, that sounds all right, um, but yeah, it just ran so badly that I gave up trying to make it work. Yeah, it's like it's a it's a cyberpunk Diablo, is basically mm-hmm. what it is, and it's fine. That hub world though still needs some work. Like it is, like maybe it's just because you know I've only played it for a couple hours but um yeah navigating that area and getting going to somebody to get your augments done and then going over here to look at your weapons and then going over here to look at your your armor like that should all be streamlined that should all be in like one central area where you don't have to walk it's like a marketplace bam you're done oh kind of like uh how they streamlined dead space when they did the remake kind of like that it's like oh you got nodes benches right here don't even worry about it you know Oh, you want upgrades? Shop's right there. It's fine. Oh, you're sick with one on a level? We got eight. It's cool. Just go around the corner. There's shop right there. Yeah, it also is pretty forgiving um, when you die. Like, when you die, you basically keep everything. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, basically there's no penalty for death. Um, all the enemies that you killed stay dead. So it's not like it resets or anything. So yeah. um, it's it's pretty chill. It's It seems like it'll be fun. Oh, you know the other thing I went back to? 
Mm. Just just for a little bit because it was late and I was tired. Resident Evil 4. I really nice. need to play more of that game. It's rad. Mm. It's such a good remake. Like, it's so good. And, and I just, you know, the only time I can play it is late at night because it's too much for the kids when they're awake. And... And man, just the need to sleep's been kicking my ass, but god damn, that game is great. It really is. So, I, I went back to that. I'm, I'm like two more hours along. Uh, still, still not even close to doing anything <laughs> in that game, but I'm, I'm loving it. All right, Justin, sorry. I'm taking your time. No, no, you're fine. My time has come. I just, I, hold on. I just want to say, I saw a meme that I thought was super funny this week. And it was, you know, the Drake meme with, like, you know, where he's, like, you know, doing, like, the no and the two fingers. Like, the first one with the no was, like, Redfall at, like, 30 frames per second at, like, 4K. Uh, and then the other one was, like, Tears of the Kingdom at, like, 720p at 30 frames per second. And he was just, like, two fingers with a thumbs up. I was just like, all right, let's do this. Dude. Let's see what people feel. No. So, I will say. So, yes. <laughs> this week, I, I have played a lot of tears of the kingdom and i fucking love it it has exceeded my expectations for how good like there's basically no point in ever going back to breath of the wild it is like breath of the wild on crack like it is an improvement in almost every way to breath of the wild and in terms of running it through like it runs fucking amazing on the switch which blew me away like the load times are like this every time like i go to pull out my phone if i die or whatever and it's like i don't even have time because the game's already back up it's like ps5 load times with it which is insane like i don't understand and there's only a couple times where maybe like when you're fusing stuff or doing whatever there's like a bunch of enemies on the screen that there might be like a slight frame rate drop or whatever but for the most part like falling through the sky flying whatever like it handles so good on the switch compared to like pokemon scarlet or like there's no pop in there's no whatever it's insane like the level of polish that the game has in comparison to some of the like last couple switch games i've played where it had a bunch of frame rate issues and pop in and out so i have heard that from multiple people that the game actually runs better than breath of the wild i honestly think so like it yeah it runs incredibly well and um it's just so the game starts out you it takes place right after breath of the wild you're exploring the catacombs under uh the hyrule castle and you stumble upon Ganon's corpse and there's like this hand kind of sealing him away but like dark energy shit's leaking from it and then the hand kind of stops and then like drops off and then Ganon's reborn he fucks you up and like drains all your health like back down to three uh and then like him you Zelda both disappear and like Hyrule Castle breaks off and like floats into the sky along with like a bunch of other pieces of Hyrule and shit starts decaying everywhere and you wake up and you have a new arm and it's like this almost like demon black like demon looking arm and it is the arm of the original king of Hyrule and he he's a ghost now and he's like talking to you and stuff but he gave you his arm because your the corruption in your arm was gonna kill you basically if you didn't sever it and so now you're trying to find out what happened to Zelda. And so you're like going around. There's like people who say they see her like around Hyrule or whatever. It basically turns out she got launched back in time and is with the original king of Hyrule and his wife and stuff like before the first battle with like Ganon and stuff happened. And so you're essentially sending shit to her from present time in back into the past and like the master swords all fucked up and like you sent it back to her and you have these new powers and the new powers are like is what makes it like the new powers are insane i constantly see videos and stuff of like what 
people on like Twitter and stuff are doing online. It's like, dude, I had no idea that was possible. And so it's just like an endless well of creativity and doing stuff because you have the ability to fuse weapons. Um, mm -hmm. So you can fuse objects to your weapons. You can only fuse two things for weapons. You can only fuse two things together uh, at the same time. Um, but some of the combinations are bananas. Like there's all these new things you can fuse to. So like my shield, there's like a fire emitter thing that just like emits fire. You can fuse that to your shield. So then when you pull your shield out, it's like a flamethrower. And it's just like breathing fire out at people. And if you fuse it to your sword, when you swing your sword, it does like a huge like flame kind of slash across the way. And you're able to fuse weapon materials and stuff to like your arrows and like monster materials and stuff, which is really cool. So one of the cool things, you can put bombs on arrows to make bomb arrows or like peppers to make kind of like fire arrows and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. And you can rewind time and you can also like just grab almost like a ghost hand, whatever, grab stuff. But what's really cool is you can do all of that at the same time. So there's times where it's like I pick up, like pick up a board, lift it with the ghost hand, drop it, and then rewind time, get on the board. And then the board, since it was in the air, lifts you up like an elevator. And then there's been times like, you can jump through physical stuff if there's like a ceiling, certain high, whatever. So there's been ways you can finagle, like lifting a rock up, put it above, freeze time, jump through the rock to create a platform and just do all sorts of crazy stuff by just inter using the powers back to back to back. Um, so that's been a lot of, I've stayed up every night playing it. I've done like 30 shrines i think so far i have two full stamina wheels and about six hearts um and i've been just running around trying to unlock a lot more of the map i'm trying to also get a lot of the suits because it's rained a couple times and it's been like you know a pain in the ass still like raining lasts a lot shorter than it did in the previous like before when it rained it's like dude this is taking forever and i can't climb anything like mm -hmm. raining when it starts it'll stop in about maybe 30 to 40 seconds which is nice because it's like dude i don't have all day to fucking wait for it to stop raining uh i'd like to climb up the side of this thing so that's really nice it's fun making i made like a little car and have been driving around in it and stuff mm -hmm. and all your horses from breath of the wild also get imported into tears of the kingdom so i had like ipona and like a couple other my one horse dick lips um got ported over <laughs> into tears of the kingdom so i had him which was nice because my bond level was max obviously so um uh I, I mean obviously yeah obviously uh and like you can build carts and stuff for your horses to pull and stuff so you can like load a bunch of shit in the back of your cart and like ride around in hyrule so it's been it's been a great time like i can't recommend it enough i know jordan was shitting on it prior to it coming out and then he started playing it and he became a true believer in... honestly that that's the thing more than you gushing that's the thing that's got me curious he was like nah the first one was bullshit which i agreed with and but he's like but this one is really good and it's like well well, maybe I need to, mm, maybe I need to, you yeah. know? And I feel like that also, that speaks vol like a lot for it as well. Because like I said, Megan's been playing it, and she had no interest in the first one. Like, maybe watched me play a little bit about it, but couldn't care less. And then this one, uh, she finally like, gave it a shot and just loves it, which I think, you know, mm -hmm. like that is proving right there that you know it's a solid game and it's just it's designed really well there's been a couple times where i've gotten <laughs> stuck like there was one time where there's rocks that fall from the sky and the, i was like oh dude i'm gonna go explore up there and see whatever because usually you just fall and if you fall in water from the sky you live but if you hit the ground you're okay. gonna die and i didn't have the parasail yet so i'm like oh dude i'm gonna just go up and check this out and i checked it out uh, got my little treasure chest that was up there. And then I looked down 
and there's no water anywhere to be seen and that rock that i took up there is no like it's not spawning back like there's no way for me to just ride a rock back down to the ground and so i'm looking around i'm like well i have no way to get down because i can't parasail off of here and if i fall i'm just gonna fucking die so i ended up having to reload my previous save file before i went up there because i'm like there's nothing i can do and i'm like let's go actually do the first story quest get the parasail and then we'll go back and futz with that and get to futzen and get to futzen lots of futzing had been had now what do you think uh, how much of the game are you actually doing because it sounds like you're just like messing around oh yeah i just like sandbox i have done next to none of the actual (laughs) storyline of the game like i still have i've done in total i think maybe like two three maybe four Mm -hmm. of like the actual story quests and then i've done a good handful of side quests um but yeah no i've barely scratched the surface of the actual like story quests for the game because i've just been running around trying to get more stamina and get more now that i have like two full stamina wheels it makes Mm -hmm. so much difference like for sailing far away and stuff and that's what's really cool too is besides just using the parasail there's these little stone bird things that you can ride and it doesn't use stamina and you have almost like dragon ball z like capsule corp like little capsule things that also have items and so you can use those as well to just like spawn like oh i need pieces for this or that or whatever you can just like open a capsule and use it so there's little bird ones that you can carry around like okay i'm gonna pop one of these out right now to use did you see shannon lean forward when you were like dragon ball z's like huh yeah you tuned back in uh no but it's like so like it's so cool and like i said a lot of the stuff i've seen people do just blows me away like i didn't know you could do that like someone fused a minecart to their shield and because you could do shield surfing in the first one and you can do it in this one i just haven't done it so they fuse the minecart to the shield, and then when they shield surf, you're literally like skateboarding like through fucking Hyrule on top of the little minecart on your shield. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's ge- yeah, that's genius. And it's like, dude, I would have never thought to do that. But there was also times where uh, in the shrines, there's puzzles and stuff like blocks and whatever that you can do. And I fused one of the blocks of the shrine puzzle to my weapon, and it was like a huge stone like axe. And I was like, dude, I didn't realize I could take pieces of the actual shrine and fuse it to my weapons and stuff like it's insane so the amount of experimenting with stuff is out of control like there's icicles and stuff on in the snowy areas and if you fuse those to your weapons it does ice blizzard shit and you can freeze enemies and just do all sorts of you could put a bomb on your shield and then when you block it just blows people up out of the way and stuff it does so many cool weird sandboxy things which i like that they fully leaned into that so does the durability of the weapons does it seem to increase or is it still an issue keeping like your favorite weapons uh healthy so durability is about the same uh as it is in the first one stamina i think they actually uh, increased like your starting stamina wheel i think is a lot more lenient than it is in the first one which is really nice um but for weapon durability i would say it's about the same but with the fusing of weapons and stuff like i haven't had any issues where it's like i didn't have any weapons and like most if anything most of the time now when i'm running around it's like oh dude oh this is a pretty good weapon and i look at my inventory it's like oh but i have way better shit and it's like i constantly just have a full inventory of better stuff that i've made and so I'm like, I'll just leave this for later or whatever. And so I've been like trying to actually just even, it's made me want to use more of my weapons because it's like, dude, I'm like hoarding too much shit. Like I already have <laughs> too much inventory. Like I need to be more frivolous, like with eating food and with my weapons and whatever, because my inventory is just constantly full because I'm trying not to use it. But I'm like, dude, the whole point is to use it. 
And, like, with the capsules and stuff, I'm like, oh, I can do it with that. I'm like, dude, just use the fucking cap. Like, we can get more capsules. Like, I don't know why I'm over here trying to hoard shit when it's like, dude, it's there for me to use, man. Just use it. Like, I don't know why I'm trying to go without. But That is pretty good. Well, because I also am a notorious uh, inventory hoarder. Mm-hmm. You know, I just... That's the thing about Resident Evil 4 that I love is it makes you use inventory because you yeah. only have so much space. But yes, it, uh, I, I feel your pain is what I'm saying. And it's pretty funny, though, because there was also a uh, duplicating glitch that was found today for duplicating weapons and items and whatever. And I tried it out and it did work. And it's like, it's crazy though, because it's like, do guarantee by the end of this week that's going to get patched out <laughs> now that it's been found. 100%. But that's all I've been playing though. All right. Well, do we have any sirens this week? I hear a little bit of sirens. Ah. Then uh, let's enter. The spoiler zone. Now, is it an actual siren, or is it more of like a blah blah blah? Yeah, you know, it does sound a little Transylvanian. <laughs> uh, I did see, I saw Renfield this week. It came out digitally uh, on the internet, so I was able to watch it. And dude, that movie is like I knew it was going to be kind of weird and like over the top but it is far more like tarantino over the top than i thought it was going to be like it is insanely gory which megan was not expecting like i figured it was going to be like a little gory but it was like as she quoted it like pumpkin guts exploding everywhere and All right. stuff and you know nick cage i also would not have expected that yeah no there was multiple scenes where like they're fighting and it's just like Especially the, uh, the, the, not bounty hunter, but the executioner dude at the warehouse scene or whatever, where the, the masked Lobo looking dude comes in and stuff and like cuts his arms off and like just bleeding everywhere. It was great. And I really, the ska scene, (laughs) the, the fact that like this dude was like in the ska and the, the, like there was graffiti on the side of the building and it was like suburban legends or like some shit like quoted on the side. That part killed me. Uh, but it was really funny and I definitely recommend it. I was thoroughly, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Like I thought, all right, it's going to be okay. But it was like a genuine good time. I laughed out loud multiple times while watching it. And, like, Aquafina's great in it. Like, her and Nicholas Holt's chemistry and stuff was really good. And, of course, Nicholas Cage hammed it up as Dracula. Who knew we were in the era of Aquafina this whole time? I'll tell you. Dude, she's killing it. She is, man. Big things. Uh, anyone else have anything? Uh, I've caught up on Ted Lasso, and that show's great. Um... So I recommend people get caught up on that shit so we can talk about it. Um, also, I have a very important question. Like, this oh. weekend, I have enough time to see one movie. Mm. Do I see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 mm-hmm. or Fast and the Furious 10? No. These are big <laughs> questions. So, I mean, you're dealing with two superhero movies. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, both movies are about family. I was going to say, I'm wondering if in Fast 10, they actually just lean into it and like Charlize Theron's character is like, you want to know why I've been chasing you this whole time? It's because we injected you with this serum that made you like superheroes. And like this whole time you've been doing this like crazy ass shit. It's just because this serum has been in your body and we need to get Mm -hmm. it out of you so that we could use like these, these people like these, like I was just like, damn, like, here we go. This is what it is. Jason Momoa is like rips he's actually like Aquaman and he's like DC forever bitches <laughs> now we get James Gunn to direct Fast 11 there we go yeah, but yeah all of I, Shannon's I all of Shannon's worlds come together dude that's what it is like right so like Tej and, and like Ludacris and Tyrese like they went in, in the, to space in the Fiero right now they're on the International Space Station and they have to figure out how to get back so they get they're, they're on a spaceship to come back 
and one spaceship is like entering orbit they get hit with like some solar radiation and like similar to like you know the fantastic four kind of thing but then they come down and like two of them are like now superheroes right i'm in let's do it or and they and they, and they magically turn into cars also <laughs> or yeah then the transformers show up <laughs> yeah here we go. Or what they do is they work on a DeLorean and it takes them back in time and then Tyrese and Ludacris end up in the first Fast and the Furious movie and they're the ones driving the <laughs> truck with the DVDs in it that they're trying to steal <laughs> and they can't fuck up the timeline. <laughs> uh, everything sounds... Yes, let's do that. <laughs> oh man, that would be awesome They invent time travel in this movie. <laughs> They've already done space. Like, what's the next thing, right? Like, what could be more ludicrous than going into space in a Fiero? Um, what could be more ludicrous than going into space in a Fiero? Um, come on, Justin. <laughs> we got to be able to think of something. I don't know. I mean, I think the time travel, like the time travel thing, was that that, or they like open up some type of like wormhole, and then like Dom has to like drive through it. And then it's like they go Rainbow in, Road. <laughs> they go into the, the Marianas Trench in a Pontiac transport that they've rigged up to be a submarine that can handle high pressure. And it's it's Shaw, though, that is, <laughs> is in it. And they find the Meg. It all comes full circle. Dude, it's oh, so man. it's a big pirate ship that Jason Momoa's character converts into a car, and it's just tearing down Main Street, <laughs> and he's dressed like Captain Jack Sparrow, shooting cannons. <laughs> Vin Diesel is the crew from the past. Yeah, they brought him from the past, and then you know he's like, "I need to get me ship on the land," and yeah. they convert it. You know, it's like turns out it's a Dodge Charger that's under that ship, and it's you know, yeah. A Dom's cross necklace is really a key to the One Piece, and so they're trying to get the key to the treasure. And you find out at the end, the real treasure is family. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, and then they get like a secret letter because there's going to be one more movie that they're going to make after this one. They open it up, and like Gal Gadot is like sitting there as like Wonder Woman, and they're like, "No way." <laughs> She's like, I lived after falling off the plane, bitches. Yeah, and Vin Diesel's standing there, and Brian shows up like a fallen Jedi, like a blue ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's the ghost of the Nos. Like, he's just got a bottle of Nos. (laughs) While he's drinking a can of Nos, you know? Oh, my God. It writes itself. It does. Someone call someone. We've got it. Justin Lane, get out of Yes. Get at your boys. <laughs> well, all right. I think we've got a show. And uh, on that note, Justin, why don't you take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Picks Life podcast. You know, head on over to Discord. Which do you think Shannon should watch? Guardians? Or Fast and the Furious. Place your vote and whatever one wins, that's the one he's going to go see. And while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, hey guys, go be great. And sports ball is life. Man, that was rough. Didn't put a lot of thought into that one. Yeah, that was. I don't even know. Dude, I was struggling, bro. Struggling. (laughs)